Before we begin, I'm happy to announce the release of my newest book, Conscious Conduit, A Dowser's Guide to the Business of Ascension. This book is a new addition to my first book released in 2018. In this revised and expanded edition, I go into more detail about how you can use dowsing to expand your own consciousness, improve your life, and how to turn your dowsing hobby into a thriving business. The book is available in print or ebook form and retails for only $9.99. I'll be bringing copies with me whenever I make personal appearances, but you can get your own copy today at Amazon.com. And now, for today's podcast. Welcome to High Vibes with your host, Bill G. At High Vibes, we're looking into what it means to be a fourth-dimensional being in an ever-changing world. We hope that by listening to our podcast, you can feel a greater sense of peace and connection as we collectively raise our energetic vibration to the next level. And now for today's podcast. Hello and welcome to High Vibes. I'm Bill G and I'm here with Nina. And today what we're going to be talking about is unlocking blocks to success. We have all this ancestral energy that uh, gets in the way. Uh, it could be ancestral energy, but it could also be uh, past life stuff or past, present life stuff, uh, dramas and whatever. It's these nagging things in your head that whenever you're going out to do something cool or do something creative or wonderful, it's that little voice in your head that says, don't do it. Or and, I can't do it. Yeah. It, or I don't have any worth. And so whatever I make is just not going to be good enough. And it's so hard for us to silence that voice because we listen to that voice our entire lives. We first get it from our parents and we get it from our grandparents and we get it from our friends. And they're like, no, no, you're just punching in and punching out. That's your whole life. Well, we are here to tell you today that... That's garbage. Absolute garbage. You know, and, and we're we're coming to you after we had a pretty good day. Would you say that? I had the most amazing day today. This was not just pretty good day. <laughs> I had the most amazing day. So uh, to give our, our listeners here a little background as to what are you up to that led up to this wonderful day? Okay, so some of you know that um, I left my acupuncture practice. I left it because a bunch of things, but I think the most important ones were um, my body said no, right? Mm -hmm. I have to listen to that. It tells me what to do. And if I don't listen to it, it puts me in the hospital. So um, it's like it's like that the boss. But. Ever since I was a little kid, all I wanted to be was an artist. And I really regret now that I'm 50 years old that I never did that. You know, I, I did bits of that and I worked uh, in an art gallery. I did surrealist photography in an art gallery in Mount Holly, New Jersey. I've done art my whole life and I keep making people stuff that I'm sure they just, you know, throw in a closet or throw in the garbage or whatever. But I, I was always making things for people. And I finally decided that after I left my my practice that I was going to do something for me 
that the whole rest of my life was going to be for me and it was going to be joyous and wonderful and everything, you know, to the extent that I possibly could, every little thing that I do is going to have purpose and reason of why I am doing it in a way that brings me and, you know, hopefully my family joy. So uh, a little after January, I decided I'm going to get this thing rolling. And I signed up with um, an art mentorship program. I got to tell you, Stacy Bloomfield, who runs a beautiful little company called Gingerbur, uh, she makes such fabulous tea towels and cards and everything. She is a fantastic teacher. So if you are, you know, an artist of any sort out there and you're looking for an art mentor who actually, you know, who can actually help you uh, begin your business, I would totally recommend leverageyourart.com. Um, and it's not very expensive either to, to join in. And I launched a website and I have a collection and I learned how to take nice product photography. And I did all this really fast. And I have a very small collection of holiday cards and a small collection of just, you know, throughout the year cards. And, you know, you think, well, that's not going to really get you anywhere, Nina, but I just didn't care. And Bill and I have been going around to retailers in town and all, all we're doing is asking and there's no expectation that they're going to say no or yes. And in fact, we were talking in the car today about looking at your own work going, you know, some people are going to like it. Some people are going to hate it, but how do you value it? Right. Mm -hmm. And if you don't value your own work it, because it doesn't bring you joy, then no one else is going to find joy in it either. And so we were talking about how from now on, since I am tired of the feast or famine sort of life that, you know, being an entrepreneur tends to bring, yeah. I just am not going to have it anymore. And if people decide to support me through buying things with money, then that is fantastic. And that's how I'm going to be supported in the moment. And if I am supported in some other way, either due to my work or or due to to something else that I can't even foresee, then so be it. But I am going to be supported every single day of the year, not just in the summer or you know, around yeah, right, the right. holidays or <laughs> or and it doesn't have to be through money because, you know, money's kind of on its way out, isn't it? Right. You know, at least money in the way that we are currently seeing it in this incarnation. And so I went into today going, I'm just going to ask, I'm just going to ask for what I need and I'm going to see what happens. And the most amazing things happened today. And it wasn't just one thing. It was like a whole laundry list of things. Today, we walked into this very cute little um, kind of farm stand that sells gifts and things. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't really see cards here. I don't think it's going to be a good one. And Bill's like, no, 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 just ask. So we asked, and not only did they purchase, but they commissioned other types of cards for other things that they do there. And then we walked into a maple museum and they were just over the moon and saying, how cute, oh, these are so cute. So I'm sure, I'm pretty sure yeah. there are sales gonna come from that. And then we dropped off an order that um, I actually made on fair.com. Um, I'm now a wholesaler there for retailers. And, 
even though I have this tiny little collection, you know, somebody found me and they are the most amazing people over there at Stewart's Maple in Shrewsbury, Vermont. And if you're in the neighborhood, just go because they have amazing products. And Alyssa, who like, pretty much like runs that whole gig over there she's so creative she says she isn't but she's so creative and her store is beautiful and she's always coming up with new things to put in there and she really wants to work with with the people that put stuff in her shop I mean like the amount of community that I have experienced today is just outrageous and I'm just so joyful and grateful for this whole thing but she commissioned a coloring she book. commissioned a coloring book she bought some um of the children's book that I illustrated that that Minhag Lee wrote. And she invited me to do a pop-up show in October. And then I come home to find that this beautiful bookseller here in Vermont called Phoenix Books, they just made another made an order with me for the first time. And you know, we were discussing bookstores in general in the car. And Bill was like, I don't know, you know, I don't know. And I'm like, what is my own worth of my own work? It doesn't matter what anybody thinks. If they say no, they say no, but I'm not going to discount them just because maybe I'm feeling a little bit insecure. Right. Right. So you just ask because you love it. You love your work. Right. And that totally comes out in how people treat you. And they made an order. Right. And all of a sudden, it's like I made this decision that I wasn't going to, and my, me, my whole body made this decision that I wasn't mm-hmm. going to be subject to that part of the matrix that says that you are controlled by the economy, you are controlled by a, a whole host of things that we are taught that we are controlled by, and that I was going to be supported no matter what. And it's like the world, it listened and it opened because I decided for myself, I didn't do a darn thing except for make that decision. I am totally convinced that all of our problems out in the world have nothing, nothing to do with things that are out in the world. It has everything to do with us. Those belief systems that we don't realize we have, the all that programming that we live with and we sit with thinking that this is true. Anything that isn't working for you, I really think if you could just not be afraid of it for two seconds to look at it and then figure out, hey, I want something better. And maybe you don't know what that better is, but just the decision that you are going to change your way of not only thinking about it, but interacting with it in the world while it sits there next to you, Mm -hmm. you know. It's so interesting because say you have a family member that is just horrible to you, but but they're your family. They, they have to be with you, right? They're with you no matter what. <laughs> you can sit there and you can be hating life and just take whatever their abuse that they're throwing at you. Or you can decide in yourself that you are not going to take their abuse and you are going to stand up for yourself and you can be very respectful. But that see, that whole decision just, just changes your whole body. And then that person starts to change around you. And yet they are sitting still there in the room. You don't have to get rid of husbands. You don't have to get rid of wives, girlfriends, 
Mm -hmm. uh, friends, jobs. You don't have to get rid of anything. You can keep everything that supports and sustains you that you love while you are creating boundaries in your own life that opens your world for you. Okay. So you didn't just get here, obviously. It, this was a journey. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the journey. When you decided that you were going to leave the acupuncture practice, I mean, there was a lot of anxiety around oh that, my a lot gosh. of fear around that. Yeah, it was a lot of, well, I spent all this money for this big old degree and all of this training, and I, I've invested 20 years in this, you know, and all of that internal chatter of, well, you're a failure. If you yeah. don't, if you can't make this work, you're a failure. So what we started doing, and what you started doing mostly, is figuring out those pieces of yourself that were most afraid, figuring out those pieces of yourself that needed to be purified. That needed Do you know what I did first? What's that? You, a few years ago, said something really, really life-changing to me. You said, where is your joy? And you know, for a couple of days, I couldn't answer that question. Isn't that horrible? I did not know what made me happy because everything I was doing did not make me happy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I thought, well, this is how we have to live. This is how they told us, we, you know. Right. And when I started thinking about it, the only thing I could come up with is I love to read. I like to research things. It, it came from such a simple, benign thing. But once I figured that out and then I decided, well, hey, I'm going to read more. I mean, I read a lot, okay, but I'm like, I'm going to read more and I'm going to do even more research than what I had done before. Mm -hmm. Then all these other things started opening up like, wow, I really like exercising and I really like to do art. I really like, you know, so I brought in little by little all of these things that I had defined for myself that I really like to do regardless of what anyone said about them. And I got a lot of flack. Not from you, Bill, no. okay, but from everybody else in my life. Once I got rolling on on starting to bring things in my life that I really enjoyed, that really brought me whole body joy, right? I started to bring in more and more, and then I couldn't stop. And then I was like, okay, my whole life is just going to be one big adventure of joy. <laughs> and it didn't unfold all in one day. And I've had a lot of doubt and a lot of fear. And I've had to like sit fear in the corner going, you can sit here and you know, you can look at me and I can see you, but you are not going to influence my decisions. I'm going to do what I do because if I listen to you, if I listen to the voices that say, no, you're not good enough. If I listen to the people outside of me that say that I am never going to get to where I want to be, not ever. And that was so not acceptable because I was on this journey of a joyful life, like mm -hmm. a really crazy joyful life, not just simple joys of baking in the kitchen. I want a fabulous, fantastic, over the top roller coaster joyful life. And most people feel like they don't deserve that or they, or they feel like, oh, wouldn't it be nice if I could, but it's not possible. And everybody deserves that everybody has more worth than they think and the thing is like something we've always said is when you do stuff that makes you happy you are very successful right 
it may not happen right away. It may not be, you know, for a little while. It may take some time, but you can be incredibly successful because your whole body and soul is in that. And if you are just going into work and you hate it and it's kind of, you know, you're half there and you want to be somewhere else, think about the energy you're putting into that job or that activity or, mm-hmm. you know, and and then what if you were doing something you really loved? Then you're enthusiastic. You want to get up every day. You work 16 hour days like I do. And then you you don't care and you're exhausted. And you need a break, but you just keep going because it's just so much fun. I feel that way about my work too. Yeah, I I I, I love doing this podcast. I love doing the doing the the work I do with my clients. And the same thing, I was in the corporate world for fifteen years, and you were miserable. I was absolutely miserable doing it. And it's like, and also I was asking myself, what brings you joy? And because I couldn't think of anything either, I was like, okay, I've got my my hobbies. I've got my and the thing is, yeah, hobbies are great, but if they don't really fulfill you the whole way then you're it's it's not cool and but then we get this other thing this other societal thing that comes in that says yeah you can have your hobbies but don't turn it into don't make a living at it because you'll turn it into something terrible or you'll You'll never fail you'll fail or you won't be able to earn you won't be able to live on it that it will never become a successful business. It won't become something that you can really take home with you and and really support your family with because you know nobody's interested in hobbies. You know, that's just a little side project. I don't know what happened in the world to to make a whole like generations of people think this, but some people got it. Like look at Maya Angelou, right? She wrote poetry, and and everybody knows her but she was one of the happiest people, Mm -hmm. you know, and everybody says that about her. So part of that journey was that journey of self-discovery that we were doing was Bukashic dowsing, right? We, Mm -hmm. we, we, Oh, we we did so much. We had to do so much of that. In fact, Bill has been doing Akashic dowsing for me for how long now? Ever since I done, ever since I started. So it's been 20 plus years. Yeah. I mean, okay. So I have a, a head start. I think. <laughs> well, but the, the thing is, there was a lot of times, though, we were doing Akashic dowsing or we were we were doing research and it wasn't giving us the answers that we were seeking or that which is why we had to expand it, which is why we had to develop time temperatures, which is why we were constantly doing research. Yeah. And that's where all that reading and research came in. Right. And we and so we created these wonderful new charts. In fact, um, in, a, in a future show, we're going to be talking about of uh, our expansion of the color wheel of the uh negative green negative green yeah in the, <laughs> for the time temple charts and and because we've gotten some very interesting stuff there but again it was part that research was part of that further digging and so and i'm finding this also with my clients lately is that we're digging deeper and digging deeper and because we have to yeah, the world has become very complicated. We are dumping a lot of stuff right now and it is very uncomfortable and it feels like our mind is attacking us on a daily basis in the middle of the night, waking up at three o'clock in the morning going, oh my gosh, you know, horrible, weird things. But we need to go deeper. We need to find um, ways of putting our mind at ease that no matter what goes on with us or outside, it's really, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And 
if we are just stepping into the unknown and and then we're just walking willy-nilly around and not really knowing any way to direct our life in any sort of way that is a very scary place to be and that is a breeding ground for just doing what someone else tells you to do and so now you're you're doing this great work right now. I mean, the the, the artwork is phenomenal. Uh, I think it's absolutely beautiful. Thank you. You people out there really need to check it out. It's at ninag.com, N-I-N-A-G-E-E.com. And you can tell just by looking at the work. I mean, yeah, it's it's greeting cards and whatever, but it's so small. It's two tiny little collections and two tiny little collections. But when you look at it, you can actually feel the joy coming off of these, off of this work. That's I did a severe editing last month and I decided that everything that I was kind of about, but I did for people because they asked me to, right. I was trying to just get work out because I, I thought, oh my gosh, if I don't just get this out, I'm going to fail. I took every single one of those down. I put them up on my wall because now I have a storyboard wall in my bedroom. So I can look at them every day and I can decide, hey, this needs a little work here. And I tweaked every single card that's, that is on there and everyone I'm happy with. So you had a lot of joy creating it, but every one of those pieces that had a little bit of there that. There was something wrong was, with something or they just, it wasn't. Uh, you know, yeah, and, and, and finished, it, it wasn't, or it could have been just been when you were making been, it, yeah. you weren't in the right mindset or yeah. you, you weren't feeling they could joy. Be better. They could be, they could be better. Cause I was just rushed. Mm-hmm. Now I don't do that anymore. I take a lot of time with my work after I, after I finish it, I print it out. I put it up there. I look at it for a very long time and make changes. And when I feel it's right, I know the whole thing is right. And then it goes up. So the only things that are up there now are the work that I am very proud of. That's great. And I decided, you know, um, today, as we were driving to all these various places, this is before the incredible day even occurred, that anything I put out is going to be well thought out, is going to be really unique and individual. Um, It's really going to nod to the market that I am marketing to or the the retailer that I am selling to because they are all part of my community now and we can support each other. This is another way of becoming prosperous while allowing for everyone else to become prosperous too by working together like this. So I'm going into my retailers with my line sheet for the first time and, and I'm showing them what I have and then I'm like, what do you need? The response I got from that one question, what do you need, was incredible. Because like, I can't find this online. I can't find, I can't, I can't find what I need. And I'm like, I'm going to make it for you. And they're like, oh, thank goodness. That's part of the success. That's part of. It's the willingness to engage in your community, the willingness to work together. This is my mindset that I want to be happy. And I want everyone that has a piece of my work to be happy too. So your recommendation then for anyone who wants to get into art or anything like that to, first of all, do what you love, do what you love. You may not think it's good enough. And some people may say, oh, well, this isn't good enough. You just keep going. You just keep doing it. You keep putting it out there, whether you think it's good enough or not, you will find people 
who love your work. Right. And then you will find that it is good enough. And then the step two is ask. Ask. Ask whatever you want. Ask whatever you need. You just have to put down this fear that they're going to say no. Because who cares if they say no? Lots of people say no to you, right? Is it that big of a deal? And can you walk away and the world doesn't end? How important is that no to your self-esteem and to your own self-worth? And does it have to be important at all? So that was incredible. And again, we had a wonderful day today. And I hope for more wonderful days like that. In fact, I I expect more wonderful days like that. There will be more wonderful days. (laughs) And and this is only going to get better and better because again, we're we're keeping our energy. I'm keeping my energy in myself. Um, I I am building it up through happiness and joy. I'm not letting it leak out by doing things just because people tell me to do it if it's something I don't want to do or doesn't suit me at all. And that just doesn't go with with your job. That's like your everyday life. It is. And actually, even you entrepreneurs out there who are thinking, um, you know, because I go through this myself with my business. I think to myself, oh, I should be doing something that I don't like to do because it's going to bring in more money. Or I know. Whatever. And then I tell you, no, Nina says no. <laughs> and Nina is right. 99.99% of the time. Thank you. <laughs> That's right. You <laughs> to a happy marriage. But, you know, besides that, it's we're learning valuable lessons here. And yeah, we went and we definitely wanted to share this with you because this is also about how to live expanded in a changing world because we know the world's changing. We know that the there's a tremendous amount of chaos energy out there and duality and whatever if we can hold the line with our own happiness with what makes us joyful then the world shifts around you exactly and meets you at that line you do not have to meet the world at the world's line because if you do then you're going to be right back where we were not that long ago. Yeah. And you're, you just, you let your energy leak. You, you, you let it leak out and then you don't have enough for yourself. If you cultivate joy and you stand at your line, you build that up in yourself again. And then all the only place that that energy has to go is through whatever you are doing out in the world. And that may not be a job that could just be living, being there for your family, being there for your dog, mm-hmm. being a plant mom. Right, It doesn't matter what it is. And you may think it's so insignificant, but all that energy goes to all those things that you do care about. And then it gets mirrored right back to you. And it also grows exponentially with every person that you meet. By every piece of joy that you put out there, they get to experience a small piece of that joy and it lifts them up too. And then they pass it along and they don't even know it. And isn't that the world we want to live in? Not this crap went out here now. (laughs) And so if this is the type of world that you want to create, I recommend Akashic Dowsing because that's what I do. It is absolutely fantastic. I could not have come to this place without all of that clearing that you did for me. Right. And, And, and And all that knowledge. Oh, my. Yes. 
And the fact that just at the right moment, just out of the blue, you say something to me that changes my whole life. I don't know of anyone who does that for me, but you. And, you know, I know there are a few people out there who have said the same thing. Like Bill said this and it's just like, whoa, like mind blown. And then they took it and were able to take it and then utilize it in their own lives and in their own practices. So Bill has a lot to say, man. And if you want that for yourself, go to my website, vitalbioenergetics.com slash book online and book a 30 minute free consult. And I'm happy to talk about whatever it is that you feel is holding you back from living your best life or finding that joy. And we will discover it together. We will use all the charts in every piece of research we have available. You can experience the magic of negative green. Absolutely. <laughs> and that will help you find it. Find out what it is that is keeping you from your joy. Experience that joy and experience all the pain that comes along with letting go of all of those things that you thought you believed in it is very hard and it is horrible but the minute you do it you're like bring it on and i will dump and i will go through all that pain 10 times over because you get so much more when you do thank you for listening and we will see you guys next time thank you for listening for more information about bill and nina g please go to www.vitalbioenergetics.com See you next time.